I'm John, and Keith is yet to come. This is your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, ladies and gentlemen. And tonight, Keith is not involved in the intro, because he's got an interview coming up with us. And that interview will be with Gator, a seasoned interrogator that will share about the methods that are sometimes used in that entire process. But um, we'll get to that just shortly. But hey, continue to check out the GoFundMe for Widow's Link and give to the widows. And thank you so much for listening to the Flumadiddle podcast. And just got an extra special shout out to our folks over in Ireland who continue to be so supportive. Our folks here in Alabama and all around different places from Michigan to California, Georgia, and all over who continue to listen to Flumadiddle. Thank you so much, y'all. We appreciate it. We want to be your thought-provoking, informative podcast, and I hope that you enjoy it. If you do, send us an email, hit us up on the Facebook page, whatever. And without further ado, we have Keith and the Gator. What's up, Flumadiddlers? I'm here with a Detective Nunya, or he said we can call him Gator, short for investigator. Detective Nunya, by the way, would be uh, Nunya business, right? That's it. All right, so uh, Detective Nunya, or Gator, he is uh, an experienced um, interviewer or interrogator. And so instead of just talking about what it is to interrogate somebody or the different methods and all that, I wanted to get some real life experience so tell us a little bit gator about your experience like what kind of experience do you have with interrogation oh goodness been um well it's really kind of an interview and then an interrogation uh there's kind of a difference between the two but it's between the two but as far as i've been doing it's it's been uh, about seven years um 16 because we do a lot of interview type stuff uh even on the patrol level you know we have to because uh, they're the, the uh, first ones there type deal, you know, so there's going to be a lot of interviewing in, in, in that type of setting as well. And so it's not just like in a, in a box. Yeah, so it's not just when you get in the box. You, you actually are interrogating people all the while, huh? That's right. So um, that's interesting, you know, because you think of it as just like what you see on TV, you know. You get in that box and you're interrogating, but there's other que- there's other forms of questioning. You get getting information out of people as well, right? Oh, absolutely. So me and John, we talked a lot about the the read technique, and uh, you know when you look this stuff up on the internet, that's what you get. You know, you get the yeah. read technique. And yep. uh, so, excuse me, do you know a lot about the read technique? Uh, I know a lot about the gator technique. The gator All right. Technique. So All right. been an investigator. You can call me Gator. Uh, the I've been to so many interview and interrogation schools that essentially what you do is you just kind of pick um, what works best for you, what are you right. having success with, and what what you're not having success with. Yeah. Okay. Um, some are better than others. Um, I, for for instance, I've I've uh, talked to folks for 45 minutes, and they're just not going to come off with anything. I can get a buddy of mine. And he'll come in there, and uh, they they get a confession in thirty seconds. Right. So sometimes it doesn't matter what you apply, but the main thing is uh, just picking up on deceptive indicators. That way you know where somebody's telling the truth or not. Or does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense because when you go in, a lot of times you don't know if the person did or not. I'm sure sometimes you know for sure. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. there's probably sometimes that they are just literally just a suspect. Right? That's right. 
And so I'm sure that information, it, you know, changes your technique as well, right? Whether That's you know for sure. Well, I mean, I guess everybody's, oh, absolutely. you know, technically innocent until proven guilty. But, they are, but if I know you did it, right, and I'm kind of going into it, well, I could care less whether you confess or not, man. I got you on video, and I got two witness statements corroborating that. So yeah. who cares if you confess to it or not? Right. Right. So that happens sometimes, and sometimes I have a lot of circumstantial evidence, like a mountain of it, but nothing really to tie you to. I really need you to put yourself kind of in the in the uh, parameters with the within the evidence that I have. Okay. So you, so that's where some of those techniques come that's in. That's right. Almost trapping them to say what you need them to say. Oh, trap's probably a bad word. Yeah. But um, that's right. Leading them. That's right. It. Yeah. Which that's some of the controversy with the read technique has to do with that. People say it's kind of coercive and stuff like that. Um, personally, I kind of lean toward the people who say, well, if they're not guilty, they're not going to confess. That's right. But then again, especially for, um, I would say, minors and people who have like low IQ, mm-hmm. that's to me where it would get kind of controversial. It is. It is. Um, if you're if you're mentally incapacitated, yeah. uh, whether you're on drugs, you're drunk, yeah. I mean, you're not really criminally liable for anything you say if you're under the influence or right. whatever. So, um, but yeah, yeah, you're right on what you're saying. Uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable um, having somebody have some kind of psychological issue. Right. Um, because of a lot of things, um, you're not going to pick up on any kind of deceptive indicator whatsoever uh, with a, uh, somebody that's paranoid schizophrenic. They're not going to show those kind of indicators. Yeah. So how do you know what they're saying is real or not? Because they may believe it. Yeah. Or what about like a psychopath? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, they, they yeah. believe what they're telling you. Right. And look you in the eye and, and they feel so, no emotion. And a lot of those indicators have to do with like human emotion. Sure. Right? Sure. Behaviors are, you know, they correlate with emotions. And Absolutely. You're, you're reading emotions a lot of times with yes. what you're reading. Yes. So like psychopaths really, they don't have that capability of feeling emotion. Yeah, that's like right. Other people do. That's right. Well, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of leery of, uh, and I have interviewed people. Um, Cause not everybody, I, mean, I don't know people's diagnosis or anything. I don't know if they're, you know, uh, what kind of psychological issues they may or may not have, but typically I can pick up. So okay, this guy's he's he's not all there. There's something up with that. So I kind of yeah. kind of leer that stuff. It's always in the back of my mind. Right. And you mentioned the word coercion. Yeah. The other day, I just want to you know be clear with you that the ultimate goal is not my ultimate goal is to make sure people are held accountable for their actions. Right. Um, so if you commit a felony, yeah, I, I, I think it's fair that you be held accountable for it. Right. And no other gators that I know have ever, we're, nobody's going to coerce you to a confession, number one, it's illegal. Uh, number two, it's not the right thing to do. Right. And most of the police officers I know have the utmost integrity. Yeah. So it's not like... Um, now I will steer you in a, or lead you into a place where I think you need to go because the evidence leads to that. Yeah. But what I always tell people, especially before we even start the interview, um, 
is if you hadn't done anything wrong, you've got nothing to worry about and right. everything's fine. Absolutely. And that's true. So let's get into that just a little bit. There, People think there's no rules at all, but there are some rules, right? Absolutely. You can't say, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you more time off if you just say this. Right? No, I can't. I can't offer you anything. Yeah. I can't say, hey, um, if you'll confess to this, I mean, that's coercion. I, I can't say, hey, um, I'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. Or if you don't confess to this, I'm going to threaten you with bodily harm. Yeah. All right. I can't do that. Or even like with citizens, always sentencing, right? Like you would say, like, hey, you get a lighter sentence if you'll just uh, say this right here. Well, I'll flip it around. Yeah. When if I said, think about it like this, your kid, you see your kid from another room steal a cookie out of the cookie jar. Right. And your kid comes to you and says, and you say, did you get a cookie out of the cookie jar before supper like you're not supposed to? And he says, no. And you're like, well, I saw you do it. No, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Now that's going to result in discipline. Right. Okay. But if your kid comes up to you and says, hey... Yes, sir, Daddy. I sure did. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, then how how does that make you feel? Well, you're probably not gonna, you know, give your kid a spanking, right? Right. So your judgment is more much more lax because the child had self judgment. Yeah. Okay. I can't help but think that judges. Why are they any different? Right. Exactly. So we have sentencing guidelines. So why would a judge or a jury, for that matter, if you go to the court and say, listen, I did do this, and I am so sorry, yeah. and I'm willing to do whatever I can to make this right, I can almost guarantee you a lighter sentence, some kind of pretrial diversion or something like that. So but that, I can't tell you, I can tell you that, Yeah. but I can't speak to what a judge is going to do. Right, exactly. All right. So you would just lay it out like that right there. Absolutely. You say, if you tell me the truth. Yes. You know, whatever be, the truth is, whatever the truth is. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So like, uh, I can see like why people do have a problem with like kids. Uh, I have my own story about a confession. <laughs> when I was a child, uh, it was like third grade, I think. And, uh, I got into like this fight with somebody or something. Or no, this, and this kid got in my face. That's what it was. Like we were getting in a fight argument. This kid yeah. gets in my face. And I said, golly, bum, your breast stinks. Well, all the kids thought I said GD. And so they all started tattling on me. He said GD, he said GD, and all this. And I said, I swear I didn't say GD. To this day, I swear I didn't say GD. Okay. I said golly bum, you know, it's yeah. like, or daggum, you know, something like that. I think it was golly bum, actually. But anyway, um, the teacher, though, when they, uh, you know, talked to me about it, it's just like, well, we just want you to write down what you said and you won't be in trouble, you know. And I'm like, write down what? You know, and they're like, well, just, just to, you know, admit to it, to saying what the kids say you said, and we're not going to do anything to you. And so I, because I didn't want to be in trouble, I wrote down that I said GD, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but the thing is, I didn't really say it, but that's how a child's mind works. That's so, right. You know, they're, exactly they're going right. to do whatever to stay out of trouble. You know? Yeah, they, sure. If they get less trouble, then they'll it's say called self-preservation. Yeah. So anyway, I could see that, but, um, so anyway, um, Moving on, let's uh, let's talk about another method I heard about. It's the Hans Scharf, I believe. He's like a German guy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of opposite of the Reed technique. So like, instead of 
coming in and setting an uncomfortable environment it's actually opposite they give them a comfortable environment and you like you build trust and you pretend like you're their friend mm -hmm. The only thing, the problem I have with this is that sounds real nice and nifty if you have like several hours to do an interview. Mm -hmm. But I imagine in a lot of cases it's not that way, right? You're wanting to get an interview a lot faster than that. I mean, you're wanting to get a confession a lot oh, faster than that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, what's the average time that it takes, you know, to just depends? It, it depends on the severity of the case. Okay. If. If I have a mountain of evidence and there's a lot of different things I have to touch on, um, it can be an hour and a half. Yeah. It can be four hours. Okay. Okay. We can stop and take breaks. Yeah. This sort of thing. If um, so, do you get a break? The bad guy don't get a break. No, no. Everybody get a break. We're gonna we're gonna reset okay. and everything. So you gotta okay. stay in that room though. No. Oh, okay. No, we'll get him out. I'll buy you a Coca Cola and let you come outside and smoke a cigarette. And yeah. you know, we'll we'll be real. We're, so as long as you're cooperating, you're talking. Yeah. We're we're gonna let it go, man. And see, so that's not really read technique-ish itself, right? Because you're actually building rapport with the guy when you do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the, but if somebody just stole your car. Yeah. And I know who did it, and. I've got it on video that this guy's at a gas station or something. Right. There's not really a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I got a guy with a stolen car, and I got a video of you at a gas station in it. In it. Yeah. Right. So we we go from if I can't prove you stole it, I, I can charge you with receiving stolen property because you're in possession of stolen property. Right. Right. So there's not a whole lot for us to talk about. You wouldn't even really need a confession. No, not really. Because you got enough evidence that's right. to convict them without a confession. So most times there's not there's not a whole lot to, to really discuss. Yeah. But sometimes there is a ton to discuss and talk about. So if you don't really have enough evidence that you think you're going to convict them, that's when you really want to try to get a confession. Sure. And another thing, I may even want to be vetting my witnesses. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I was thinking about, too, that like... Even if you don't get a confession, you probably get a lot of information out of people sure. that you didn't know. Absolutely. And that, Absolutely. then you yeah. can take that information and use it in the next interview, right? sure. the next suspect. Mm -hmm. So anyway, moving on, why don't we do a scenario, okay? Okay. So I'm going to be the bad guy, and you be, uh, you be the gator. Very good. Okay. <laughs> all right. So yeah, I can see how like all these... Like, it depends on the situation on what technique you would use. Mm -hmm. You know, it's depending on, because, you know, that's the way everything is in life. You don't use, like, you can have a, a book that says do things this way, right? No, yeah, but, that's right. But it depends on the situation. It does. You know, every situation is different. Personalities are different. Yeah. But it's good to have that information because you can pick and choose what you need. That's right. You know, my, my day profession is counseling. It's the same way. You know, there's a lot of information about counseling. Well, it's going to depend on that person's personality. Absolutely. What they're going through, the situation, on what I pull from out right. of all that information. But it's good to have all that information at hand. All right, so give me a scenario. What kind of crime do I commit? Hmm. Let's do, um, let's see here. You're a counselor and you sit with patients, right? You go talk to them, is that right? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Okay. Um Let's say that you went to go counsel somebody and you found a debit card on the table. Oh, goodness. And um, 
This is not, this is just a fake scenario. Yeah, this is totally fake. <laughs> and let's say, uh, uh, let's say that you kind of uh, get to be friends with this, this particular person that you're counseling. Yeah. And you see him pretty frequent. And he says, hey, will you take my debit card and go buy me a Coke at the gas station? You do. So you got this guy's PIN number and this sort of stuff. Yeah. And you do this a lot. Y'all develop a rapport. Y'all are buddies and y'all are friends. Okay. Until one day, uh, this guy gets on his little banking app on his phone and sees a whole bunch of charges on there. Yeah. And he thinks you did it. Oh, goodness. Okay, so now I'm just a suspect. You don't know if I did it or not, right? That's right. Okay, so where am I at? Like, what kind of room you got me in? I got you in a, I don't know, eight foot by eight foot room with one window and a desk and two chairs. It's kind of drab looking? Yes. What? All the walls are the same color. Yeah. The floor's like the industrial. It's all on purpose, right? Probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's supposed to make me uncomfortable, right? Well, yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be comfortable when you're sitting across from, from a gator. Okay. I don't think, even even if you didn't do anything wrong, I don't think anything is going to be comfortable. Okay, so you walk in, and who says the first word? Oh, I will, for okay. sure. All right, you walk in, ready to go. All right. I want a lawyer. I want a lawyer. Okay, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, I got you, man. Yep, you All sure right. did. So, like, I thought about before, I was like, uh, should I ask if I'm a suspect first? You know, and then if I am a suspect, then ask for a lawyer. But I kind of learned that, like, you could actually lie about that, right? I'm not going to answer that question. You don't have to answer it. No, I'm going to say, no, I just want to talk to you, man. Right. I just want to talk. So then at that point, I'm in the interview. I'm in the interrogation. Yeah, I just want to talk to you. Okay. So, All right, so let's pretend I don't know to ask for a lawyer, and let's go from there. Okay. All right. You just walked in. You yes. The first word. Go for it. How are you doing today? I'm so glad you're here. I'm good, uh, Gator. I don't, yeah, why am I here, by the way? I will talk about that in a minute. Do you need anything to drink? Hey, you, you all right, man? We got some candy, got some donuts. I'll get you a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, I love coffee. Outstanding. Just sit tight and I'll go get you whatever it is you want. Okay. And then we're going to sit there and we're going to talk about everything, you, your family, nothing pertaining to the case at all. Okay. I'm going to engage in a dialogue with you. We can talk about trees. Yeah, family vacations, you name it. I'm not. I'm not going to mention anything. You gonna find some common ground with me? Absolutely. We're going right. to talk for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just, so just we're, we're both Bama fans. We're oh yes. To uh. Oh, absolutely. All that How's Jalen going to do? Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I hate to lose him. You know. Yep. Probably going to beat us when we're playing. Are we going to play? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. We're going to do that kind of stuff. For, for a good 15 minutes. I'm okay. going to talk to you, okay? All right, now, um, now you're going to land something on me. Yep, I'm going to say, well, I certainly appreciate you, you know, kind of coming in, but, you know, Dang. you are afforded uh, some constitutional protections, right? And you yeah. want to be protected, and I'm a police officer, and I want to protect you. Right. All right, we have a thing, that. what's called a, a, a Miranda, uh, it's your advice of rights, okay? Okay. And um, I do this for everybody who comes in here. They always have to have their rights read to them, make sure they understand them, okay? And uh, you want to be aware of your rights. Yeah. And you, and you want to be aware of your protections. The Constitution stands for it, okay? Okay. And I, I want to protect you, okay. okay? So 
what I want you to do, I just want you to read this sheet of paper right here, okay? When you get okay. done, I want you to sign the bottom of that just to advise you of rights. You're not admitting the guilt or anything like that. Everything's fine. This is just you knowing your rights. If you've got any questions, I'm, I'm here to answer them, and I'm going to hand you a pen. Okay, so that's actually the Miranda rights that you just handed me. Yep, Okay. It sure is. All right, so right to remain silent, mm -hmm. right to an attorney, Yes. all these things. Yes. There's about five of them, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm not threatening you. I'm not yeah. forcing you. I didn't pay you to come in here. I didn't threaten to beat you up. Okay. To bring you in here. Okay. I uh, agree with all those things. I'm gonna sign that. Okay. All right. Outstanding. We're gonna continue to talk. Yay. <laughs> okay. We're gonna continue to talk. We're gonna kind of brush that off to the side. All, all right. right. For a few minutes, because that's just kind of a. So now you're uh, gonna steer it back to talking again. I am. That's it's what like I do. Conversating. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Because that kind of gets to a nerve-wracking thing. That's right a nerve-wracking right? deal right there. And so I should do it. What do yeah, we do? We got to put that in the past, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So now now you trust me because yeah. I told you that's not a mission of guilt, and it's not. Right. That just says, hey, I will talk to you without an attorney present. Okay. And whatever I tell you in here, Gator, I know that you can use it against me in court. What's so that paper now said? Am I waving my rights? Yes. That's a wave of the rights. That's exactly right. So what you're saying is, is I will talk to you. I know what my rights are, and I'm going to talk to you anyway. So at any point, can I change my mind? You sure can. Okay. Any point in time. Okay. You can get up and walk out the door anytime you want to. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Now, here's the deal. Depending on how you got to me, really kind of dictates whether I advise you of your rights or not. Okay. So I don't have to read you your rights. Yeah. Unless you're in my custody. If you drove up there. Yeah. I'm going to leave that door cracked and I'm going to tell you, hey man, you can get up and leave anytime you want to, buddy. Okay. Hey, no problem. Yeah. And then we'll talk it. I want to advise you of your rights. I don't have to. Right. Because I'm there by my You're on your own free will, man. Yeah. Only when you're in my custody. Okay. Do I, like, if, or... If if I know for sure I've got you, and you you are going to jail as soon as we leave here, regardless whether you can confess, I, I need to I need to brandize you for sure. Right. Okay. okay. So now you, I'm in your custody because that that third patient said I run yes. charges. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. I so kind of know you did it. What's next? Okay. Okay. Then I'm gonna talk to you about what you do for a living. I'm gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of steer you over there. Okay, I'm a counselor, you know, mm -hmm. I, go, I go counsel with uh, patients and families, stuff like that, just try to make sure they're doing okay, give them comfort and peace and everything. You care about them? I do, yeah, yeah, I, I really do, you get kind of close to patients. Yeah. You try to help them? I do. Awesome, you ever buy groceries for them or anything like that? Um, you know, we're not really supposed to do that, but uh, I, I can't say that I haven't. I have before. Yeah, because you care about them. I mean, this ain't going to go to my boss, is it? No, not at all. It's okay. just me and you talking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I have. Yeah. Well, uh, what about old Bob over here? Did you ever get any Coca-Colas for Bob? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He, yeah he I heard he's a pretty good friend of yours. Somebody hey, told me that. Well, we've gotten pretty close, you know, as far as a professional relationship can go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you ever buy groceries for Bob? Yes, I have. Couple times, yeah. Okay. How did you buy them? Um, with uh, his money, with his debit card. With his debit card. Yeah. Okay. At this point in time, case is closed. 
Oh, really? Yes, I'm, I'm, I've got all I need. Because I used his debit card. It's over. Crap, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me permission, though. Okay. I got, I got it recorded that he gave me permission just in case. Okay, even better. That's great. All right. All right. Um, so I have the bank statements. Yeah. From Bob. Okay. So, because Bob can't drive and he needs people to go to the store for him, right? Right. Okay. Um, does he give anybody else permission to use his debit card? I don't know. Okay. Probably. All right. Um, are you with anybody when you go to the store with Bob? No, just by myself. Just by yourself? Okay. Yeah. Well, what store did you go to? Uh, just the grocery store, and uh, I believe that's it, yeah, just the grocery okay. store. Okay. Well, just, we're gonna jump out of the, jump out here for just a second, just know Okay. I know exactly dates, times, and which stores that he is disputing. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I know every one of them. So I'm going to be like, well, did you go to the Dollar General last Monday? That was three days ago. Um, no, I didn't do that. I went to, I went to the old uh, grocery store. Okay. Did you go there Monday? To the grocery store? No, to go see Bob. Did you go see Bob Monday? Um, yes, I went to see Bob. Did Monday. you? Yeah. Is anybody else there? Um, no, just Bob. Did your boss know you, you were there? Yeah, I asked, it was a visit, yeah. Okay, all right. But Bob can't drive. Right. Does Bob have any friends that can drive? Um, I don't know, I haven't discussed that with him. Okay. Well, there's a charge at the Dollar General for Monday at 11 a.m., okay, and I got video of that. Who do you think I'm going to see on that video? Is, is it going to be one of Bob's friends? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Would it be you? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Now I'm switching from interviewing to uh, interrogating. Okay. All right. Now listen, Hoss, there is video, and it's on this CD right here. Okay. Okay, so you're saying, I don't know and I didn't do it. Right. All right, you understand that that's going to land your hind end in jail. Yeah. Okay, it, because I know what's on this video and I know that it's you. You don't know it's me. Well, sure I do. You're wearing the same shirt. It's a true story, okay. Really? You're wearing the same clothes. <laughs> well, I bought this at Walmart. Don't you think they decided to spin a profit oh, at yeah. some point in time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what about if I asked your boss to come in here and take a look at this video? What do you think he's going to say? Do you think he's uh, going to say this is you? Well, you said now a second ago that we wouldn't involve the boss in this whole thing. I told you I'm not really supposed to be buying groceries for this guy. Oh, I know. But I don't, I don't, I'm not going to tell him what day and time it is. Just, just ask I'm just going to ask him specifically who this is in this video right here. Um, what I, do you think he's going to tell me? What do you think he's gonna tell me? What do you? Th what's your wife gonna think? What if I ask her? I, I'm, I don't know. I'm getting kind of nervous now. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I might be on that video. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. So at that point, do, do you start setting up scenarios or anything like that? What if I kept? What if I? Right, let's do it both ways. What if I kept denying it? If you kept like what, if I, what if I just kind of called your, was trying to call your bluff? You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, you've been Mirandized. Yeah. So, I, like, a like, I just don't, I just, 
Okay, like I've watched movies before. Mm-hmm. I know cops lie to you about having evidence and stuff like that, right? And so, what if I just was thinking you're bluffing and I just sit there and keep denying it? Like, yeah, I mean, go ask, go ask the boss. Okay. What would you do at that point? All right. Well, we'll talk about that one here in a minute. Okay. What about last Friday? All right. Did you go see Bob last Friday? Yeah, I think that was another visit. Yeah. Well, that was another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you go to the Dollar General again? Uh, no, just the grocery store. Which one? The same one, Piggly Wiggly. Well, you went to Piggly Wiggly? Mm-hmm. What did you buy at the Piggly Wiggly? Uh, I got uh, Bob some of those uh, Sour Patch Kids he likes and okay. uh, Coca-Cola. All right. Did you get cash back? Uh, no, he didn't ask for cash back. Okay. Was there cash back on there? Yeah. That, that must have been a mistake. I'll, I'll have to talk okay. to the Well, mistakes happen. That. Yeah. They happen. Okay. They do. Yep. Um, no doubt. Could have been a total mistake. Um, what about the previous Thursday? Was that a mistake too? Um, must have been. Okay. All right. Hey, no problem. Hey, listen. Here's what I want you to do. You want a cup of coffee? You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, just write down on the statement form for me, please. That um, look, you went. You just trying to help Bob. Yeah. You care about him. All right? You care about your job. Right. Yeah. Trying to do a good job. Trying to help this guy. That's right. Everybody can understand that. Just write down what you did at these grocery stores. And then uh, you got some cash back at the at the register, but it must have been a mistake. It must have been a mistake. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Okay. That's fine. That's all I need. <laughs> so you got it. Mm-hmm. So that's the socially acceptable scenario, right? That is, yes. Like I mean, you made it seem more socially acceptable. By the way, you were talking to me, like because if I did. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? If I did it yeah. on purpose, you know, then that everybody's mad at me. Yeah, I'm not going to badger you. And so you made it seem like, oh, it's just a mistake, and I understand you're you're my buddy. You gave me a kind of a way out, right? But, Absolutely. But you got exactly what you wanted. Yes. The confession. Yes. And now I'm going to jail. Yes. <laughs> Crap. You got me again. This and you is, don't even have to go to jail. You Gator, even, this is why I asked for a lawyer when I stepped in the room. <laughs> you don't even have to go to jail right then. Right. Okay. So there might be a trial. Well, I, I mean, I'll, if you drove there on your own, you can confess to yeah. several felonies. And it's going to take me time to put all that together. All right. And I've got 48 hours to do that and have Bob yeah. go sign the warrants. Okay. Yeah. So that might not be a, a feasible for me. I may have a heavy caseload. I may just walk, let you walk right out that door. Okay. Now that's not true for violent crimes. Yeah. Okay. Say, but just. You can come get me in Belize, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like property <laughs> crimes, kind of lower level felonies, this sort of stuff. I'll let you just walk right out of that door. Yeah. And I'll get, I'll get warrants on you next week. I got you. I've let, I've uh, told guys before, hey, I know it's your birthday. I won't sign warrants on you this weekend, so you're, you're fine. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially if they're cooperative. Yeah. So you ever had anybody try to skip out on you because of that? Like, they know they're caught, and they're like, oh, they're gone now. I don't know how to... I know that I told people, hey, come turn yourself in on Monday because you're going to have a felony warrant on you. Now, turn yourself in. Because if you don't, I'm not going to be actively looking for you. But at the most inconvenient time, you're going to run a red light out of town with your kids in the car with you. And patrolman or a deputy is going to execute that felony warrant. 
Right. And then you're going to have to find something to do with your children. Your car's going to get towed. So it's best just to go turn yourself in. Wow. Now, I have said that to people, and they get picked up like a month later. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if they thought I was lying to them or what, but, yeah, you know, so I don't really know how to, how to judge that. But, yeah, um, it, there has I mean, been like months. But, there, I mean, there's a risk, and you're just taking that risk because you know they're going to be picked up eventually, right? Absolutely. Yeah, if it's not a violent crime. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like you... You're not putting a rapist or murderer back. No, 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 no. And it's not like you, you know, you beat Bob with a yeah. tight hammer, and then you took his debit card and went to the grocery store with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just de- deceived him. Yeah. And hoping he wouldn't notice or, you know, reconcile his bank statement. Gotcha. So, sounds like um, this has a lot to do with human behavior, psychology, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You use a lot of that stuff, don't you? Yes. Because, uh, I mean, it's, it's just natural for people when they're in an uncomfortable situation to find a way out. That's right. And so, like, you set it up right at the beginning that you're the way out. Like, you've talked to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm in an uncomfortable room, mm-hmm. and then you start talking to me, and you make me feel comfortable by talking to you. Mm-hmm. And so then later on, when I get uncomfortable again, I'm going back to what made me feel comfortable before, which is talking to you. And that's exactly what you want. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of psychology behind that. There, there is. But it, there is psychology, but it's not trickery. Yeah. Okay, bottom line is... The best way to handle things, the defendant sometimes don't even know, okay? Because what is worse? What's worse? Do you think it would be worse to commit a crime, confess to law enforcement, throw yourself at the mercy of the court, have your attorney work out a plea bargain for you, okay? And say, Judge, I'm so sorry. Tell the district attorney's office I will pay all of this money back. Do it before you're... Uh, prelim hearing um, I mean pay everything back in full I am so sorry or is it best to um, plead not guilty lose in court yeah cost the state tens of thousands of dollars to try a case right alright so wh- what do you think is the best option there right you, you know exactly. what I mean yeah I get what you're saying so, so it's not I'm not I'm not tricking anybody because right. anybody can do what they want to do. They don't have to confess to me. And I don't know in my mind if yeah, you're yeah. lying to me or not. But you're I not, you're not tricking anybody. But no, you're, just, uh, you're just using like what you know about absolutely human behavior and psychology to figure out if absolutely. they're lying. Yeah, and then as soon as you know if they're lying or not, you lead them into talking to you and telling you about it. That's right. To not lie anymore. Yeah. Right, so that's 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 the bottom line right there. Absolutely. So because of your experience with interrogation, you can spot a lie pretty easy. So yes, just for fun, let's tell the listeners like what's like some of the like let's say three ways you can tell somebody's lying. Okay. The top three ways or something like that. Okay. Would you like it if I shaved my head? Do you think it would look good? <laughs> All right, very good. All right. Because I laughed. <laughs> You gave, uh, you, you looked at my head. I hesitated. All right. Yeah. And you, you laughed, and it was a nervous laugh. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> well, me and you are buddies, 
And I do not want to tell you that you would look silly. You're right. Right. You know what I mean? I'm honest guy. Oh, about, yeah. I was about to say. No, right. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's an uncomfortable, yeah. nervous laugh, and it gave you a chance to say, hey, I need just a second. I need just a few seconds to delay. Okay. Yeah. And I need to think about... So delay tactics. Yes, so they're delayers. Think of a yep. lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I can think of something to say and sugarcoat this a little bit. Like, yeah. So a nervous laugh would be an indicator. Yes. What's some other indicators of a delay? Um, yawning. Oh, okay. Okay. I've seen people that do that when they lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's stress reliever. Stress you reliever. You can't help it. Okay. All right. Uh, another one is um, I asked um, somebody we go to church with if they like my facial hair. Do I like your facial hair? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Alright, you parrot the question. Right. And I'm like, no. I you're not You're not Captain Morgan's parrot. Right? <laughs> yeah. You don't just sit there and just repeat it back. What you're doing is is you that's another delayer. Hey, I'm gonna repeat the question back to you. Yeah. And then I'm then I'm gonna uh, think of something to tell you. Like oh, what if I just said that now what was that again? I'm sorry I didn't hear you. That's another way of doing it. Yes. Uh, well, that's exactly yeah. what I'll say. Now, what was that again? Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't hear you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another delay tactic. Absolutely. Right? And I'm not going to bite on that. Yeah. I'm not going to repeat the question. You heard me. Right. You haven't misheard anything I've said the whole time we've been here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to repeat the question. Do you ever just say, okay, now that I know you're lying, yeah, let's get to this. Well, i tell you what. If... Part of the the process of talking to you for 15, 20 minutes before we even start an interrogation is to see what I look like when I'm telling the truth. Absolutely. Right? There's no pressure. Yeah. Because the truth stands on its own. You don't have yeah. to convince me of the truth. Okay, so there's maybe uh, indicator number two right there. So we got we got delay tactics, mm -hmm. that nervous laugh, the, all yep. that. So indicator number two would be like, what what you what were you, what were you about to say? Details, right? Yes. So, like, um, you, the correct answer a lot of the time is just no. No. Yeah. Because that's the truth. All right. Yeah. Now, once I hear, hey, now listen, did you do this? No, I would never do that. Hey, listen, I what kind believe, of person would yeah. I be? I can't believe you'd ask me that. I can't believe anybody would even say that about me. So, that's uh, adding a lot of details to try to make it sound believable. You're right. trying to convince me of the truth. The truth just stands on its own. Yeah. No, any, never. That's you got any fine. other ones? Any other big indicators? A lot of guys use the uh, eye movements. I've heard of that, but I've yep. also heard there's that might not be real accurate sometimes. I've I've done it. Yeah. All right. So I don't know how to set that up between yeah. you and I. Um, I've done it before. So it's something to do with like if your eyes look one way. Uh huh. Then you're recalling information. But if That's it looks right. the other way. Right. You're trying to make something up. That's right. Yeah. Now you can it's like left handed and right handed. Yeah. People are both. So um I'll look at your eyes. When, when I'm I ask the you, truth. Yeah. Hey, are you an Alabama fan? Let's see which way I'm Yeah, going. but I'm gonna not gonna break eye contact with you. Yeah. I'm gonna make you feel nervous enough so you'll break it first. Yeah. So I'm gonna see which way you move your eyes when I'm asking you if you're an Alabama fan, what your right. address is, what your name is. And it's always just going to be the same time. I mean, just yeah. same place every time when you're recalling information until boom, whoa, I got to come up with something. 
then well, then we do all kinds of crazy stuff, and then yeah. we do uh, facial things. It's hilarious and it's so funny. Uh, people, when I ask you a question, they'll cover their, their mouth like that, that's kind and they'll of, say like, "No." That's like body language, right? Absolutely. Now I don't want you to see me lie to you, okay? Yeah. Or they'll do this. Yeah. Okay. Or they'll rub their ear. Their right. ear don't bit more itch than nothing. Yeah. They'll just sit there and rub that ear. It's a nervousness kind of it thing. It is. We're going to do something with our with our hands. We're going to rub our head. We're going to... Um, we were talking like this. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're folding our arms and we're clamming up. What about micro expressions? Is, is there a lot of weight to those? I, I'm not... I believe in micro expressions. They're really hard to see with the human eye. I'm not good enough. I don't know how many people. I, I don't either. I don't either. I'm but not you know, good enough. But there are to... some that are easy to spot, like when somebody is saying a yes to something, but they're shaking their head no. Absolutely. That's a big one. That's yes. kind of like a micro expression. It right? is. Yeah. That's that's kind of that goes back to the body movement. Like, are you the one who, you know, use that debit card and be like, or uh, are, are you are you guilty of using? The debit card or something like that and you're saying no but you're just kind of like shaking your head <laughs> yeah I sure am <laughs> like you know I wouldn't you know so yeah it's opposite you know absolutely different things like that though so anyway you know you've, you've learned the flummadoodle today audience about police interrogation please don't use it on your friends and family you might learn things you don't want to know that's exactly right please don't do it so uh do one more thing for me Gator um say uh I am Gator, and you're listening to Flumadil into the microphone. I am Gator, and you are listening to Flumadil. We'll put that on our intro sometimes. Outstanding. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, there you go, folks. Keith and the Gator. Now we know that Keith is a dirty, thieving son of a gun, and he has been busted by a seasoned interrogator. Um, his sentence in jail, we do not have the sentence. We're hoping he will get off with leniency because of his uh, long-standing habit of busting flumadiddle. But thanks so much for listening to this episode. And you can always reach us at doyouflumadiddle at gmail.com and at doyouflumadiddle on Facebook. And I think that's about it. Thanks again. And we continue to develop our premium content situation. We haven't got that up and running, but we hope that once we do that, you'll consider supporting the old Flumadiddle podcast with as, a, as little as $1.99 a month. So thanks so much for listening tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, listen soon. We've got a new episode coming out before long, a new series called An Ode to, and we will be talking about that most necessary, these days ubiquitous and most beloved of household comfort items, and that is the air conditioning. God bless y'all. Take care. Bye-bye.